First segment of the week, Eric. We gotta catch up. <laughs> what? What happened? Where are we? Who are we? It? What year is it? Apparently it's 2023 now? No, it's still like, you know, two, 2000. Did you, did, did you feel like everyone else felt on that day where we like all like... We're like, wasn't it 2019? <laughs> like, yeah, like the whole COVID couple of years was like, those didn't exist. 2022, mm-hmm. everything kind of went back to normal. And it was 2023. It's like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, right. 2022 oh, got no, back no. to normal. But by the time we like realized what year it was, we looked up and it said 2023. And we we're like, wait. <laughs> what? It was just suddenly September. <laughs> I'm 30 now. <laughs> Holy crap, guys. We are hitting 30 years old. Time doesn't stop. It really should. <laughs> this should, this should pe- stop happening. So we got to talk about what we missed. I, what was our last episode of Magic that we talked about? Oh, man. Uh, it was... We got we did a, a review of something. Dominaria United. So yeah, we did okay. get to talk about Dominaria United as it came out. We at least talked about it. That's as far as we got. There was a whole other set that came out, which was uh, Brothers War. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be totally honest for new uh new viewers, listeners out there who was like, We're gonna get sick Magic <laughs> Together commentary and uh and advice from these people. Totally missed this one. (laughs) I was was really busy, and my money was spent doing other stuff. And I I did, you know, I did the pre-release. You know, that was fun, but like that doesn't—that's not like really playing it. Because did you do the pre-release for for Brothers War? Yeah, I I I always I always do it, but I don't remember anything about it. Really? Um, Okay. I mean, I I always have a good time during those uh, those things because everybody's so new, and also like like. We're pretty good at just like baseline. If everybody's in an open uh, or like has no information about what's good or what's not, right. we've been playing long enough where we just recognize play patterns. It would be like, okay, I, I can get a two one like <laughs> yeah. it, it like reasonably well until everybody knows more than I do. <laughs> Pre release is <laughs> the best time play. to lock in those two ones. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've been playing. Most all, I mean, not most all of my magic through arena these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have had the time to like log in, play a half hour, log out. Yep, it's I have been. I've been playing cool. a lot of Explorer. So yeah, that's that's, that's my cool. format as well. Explorer. I mean, I hate Explorer. Uh, <laughs> I hate Standard more, so I just kind of stick with Explorer. But like, I do hate how chummy the format is. Like where there's like the. the five tier decks and like because the economy's so bad it's the only decks you see because everyone has to craft like one deck and then stick with that (laughs) yeah but but i mean that's just like competitive 1v1 like there is a couple really good decks you prepare for those and like for me i'm just having fun siege riding with people that's what (laughs) i do it's it does really good against some decks and really bad against other decks it's really tough to like 
definitely do like pick out this field, right? In in Explorer, yeah. it's like you're gonna lose to certain archetypes, no matter what you freaking try to do. Right? Yeah. It, it, you you can have a deck that you enjoy playing, and whether you win a lot or lose a lot, you're gonna have fun. Or you can be like, I'm gonna pick like a spike deck, and then just try to keep an eye in the meta, almost like standard to be like. Okay, what what deck's gonna come up? What's gonna like have a, be really on top of everything, and then just continue building out your collection. Um, but like the way arena works, unless you're like doing a ton of drafts to build out your collection, it's just you need to spend a lot of money, or <laughs> and it's uh, I gotta be honest, it's definitely not worth spending any money on arena because you like all that money. It's going to feel like, oh, man, I did it. I spent a lot of money and I should get good stuff. And then you're going to realize, I didn't get anything. <laughs> it's like you, it, your money just disappears into that game. I mean, it, it literally does not get you your outcome that you Yeah, need. unless you were literally just doing the buy wild cards thing. Yeah, which and, and they're set to like, I think it's like $10 it, for four rares. It's insane. That's $2.50 <laughs> a rare for a digital blip for for <laughs> that might oh, be, bad. be bad later but oh, yeah it, like you know the the struggle I mean, not of, if you're spending them on the on the lands right just just spend them on lands and then no no yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but uh, either way either way not we, not worth we're not hey worth. we're getting close to pioneer pioneer is gonna be on arena on the that's arena. what i'm hoping for but i still they, they did make a new change with these golden packs if you've seen this yep did i i like i like this change I like the change, but it hasn't helped me that much. I opened like two golden packs and like, I was like, wow, it looked, did nothing. I was like, wow. <laughs> Cause the golden packs, I did just realized this, uh, it only opens them from standard sets. Right. So yeah. for specifically Explorer, it's like not going to help you. <laughs> it's like generally like, you need cards from longer ago. Yeah, exactly. Like, but eventually it will because these good cards that mm -hmm. you get from standard will be part of Dex and Explorer and Pioneer eventually. So, but I mean, this is not to get you. Yeah, this is not the good. Anyway, we'll have a definitely more in-depth segment on Arena. Not uh, this week, but we will because I've been playing a lot of Arena. It's how I engage with Magic a lot. And I think there's a lot to be said with Arena on how to optimize your playtime and what you do on that game. Because yeah. it's very complex and doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and there's things <laughs> that you should be doing and things that you definitely should not be doing. Yeah. <clears throat> For sure. All right. So what else did we miss? So we missed uh, Brothers War. There were probably a bunch of secret layers that we missed. I know I ended up getting for Christmas the uh, anniversary yeah. edition, yeah. which yeah. gave me... One card for every year of Magic. It's gorgeous. It was so much fun to open. I literally opened one a day in December while my wife opened yeah. the Avent Counter. I opened a Magic card. I had a blast. It was amazing. It was so cool. The cards look spectacular. Here you go. I'll show them to you. I have them all lined up <clears throat> in a binder. Great. Great for listeners. Brett is opening up his binder. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is a, a freaking gorgeous. Uh, oh, beautiful. <laughs> Hey, when we stream, they'll see it on the stream. Hey, we'll catch <laughs> uh, anything else in in Magic that we should talk? What should we go over in Magic? Uh, oh, one thing, one product that was really cool uh, in Brothers War, the Commander product. There was an Urza deck and a Mishra deck. 
Yeah, they've been getting really fancy with these. Uh, yeah, these were cool because every card was an old border in the deck. Are All the lands, getting, everywhere. Are you getting jaded by old border stuff? I no, I love old. <laughs> I wish every card I owned was okay, old border. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I I think that they look better that way. I don't know. Yeah, the it really depends on the art for me. Like, if the art is very new style, then I'm just like, okay. Like this, it, look, it looks like someone photoshopped it on there. I was like, oh, it looks like I play because old style magic cards with the old border definitely had a feel, and that like you know pre modern essentially because they define like the, the switch over in art kind of started with modern, and yeah, yeah. that is like locked into my nostalgia. It was like right, old right. border looks like this, and new border <laughs> looks like this. And if you mix them, it's an uncanny valley, and I can't get on board. But I will say that it is a real shame that the print quality just isn't good anymore. And I don't get it. It's almost like like we're in the modern age, right? Printing should not have gotten harder. (laughs) I know. Yeah, And their card quality has been so bad. So so bad. For instance, here is a foil from printed in the last year. The yeah, curl on that it is. I'm trying to line it up down my nose, and it literally curls out to the edge of my face. It's like yeah, the it's hideous. And the the market reflects that too, because the um, foils used to be like at least like a 0. 0.8, 0. 0.75, or sorry, one point eight, one point seven five multiplier on price. Like if you wanted to, right. you're gonna right. just object. Yeah, it was gonna be the more premium, almost double mm-hmm. what what the card was, and now it's like the same one point two. It might be cheaper <laughs> yeah. on some of these. Like it, it's it's honestly pretty crazy, and like some bad. foils look really really good. Most of them are just like whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and yeah, if it's gonna like, curl the way it freaking curls, you don't want to touch yeah. it. And I hate my foils. A lot of time, I mean, not a lot of time, but <laughs> I don't really go to tournament magic much nowadays. Right. But like, it's it's you you like you might get kicked out because if you have like oh like your lands are foil and your not and non lands are not foil, if it's discernible, that's the same. That's pretty similar to card marking. So it's funny you mentioned that too, though, because that is something that we missed in Magic. I do follow, again, I get to listen to a bunch of podcasts. I I drive a lot to work and everything like that. So I I actually get to follow a lot of the crazy news coming out. And Magic in 2022 finally picked up its competitive scene again. Mm -hmm. And the regional championships, as they were called, they had them in Atlanta this year for, it was a pioneer format. And one player did get disqualified because he had four foil collected companies in his deck that were uh, the secret layer collected companies. So I'm sure he bought mm-hmm. them as like, you know, Oh, four collected companies. They're all secret layer and just like, bought they're the cool. Love the art, put them in there. But people or- complains because they were like marked in his deck because they were foil and they curled like hell. And it was just yeah. so disappointing. They were from a secret layer drop. That's like, I know premium quality. Like you need <laughs> those had to be perfect. And Coco's they're, they're played everywhere. It's not yeah. like, oh, he bought the secret layer in this random swap. He just liked the art, <laughs> threw it in there, and it's fine. And this mono black devotion deck. It's like, nope. It's just like one of the most. It's the most important uh, card as far as like you know playing around stuff in the deck. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so people would really 
Yeah, it'd be like accuse you of cheating. It'd be like, oh, uh, you know, oh, there's a there's a coil card or a, a, like you know folded card on top of this deck, and then it's oh, Placoka. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that really happened. So yeah, if if I were gonna play Magic Live anymore, it's like Commander's a different thing because like who cares? But <laughs> I know. But you know, for any competitive anything, it's like you just just can't have foils anymore. Just can't buy them. And especially with secret layers, foils are just more expensive. Just, just get the, just, just get, get the, the normal. I, I usually buy them in normal. I mean, of course, the the anniversary edition, it was like a temp, you know, temp or thirty percent chance, I think, for each of them to be foil. But each foil <laughs> I got, just imagine you're like sick. Got the super expensive product. It's gonna be awesome. Damn it, it's foil. I feel like it's foil. I know, I know. It's like it's so. Fun. I mean, luckily. They're still demanding the higher price on the foils, but I, I'm just going to sell the foil ones because I don't want yeah. them. <laughs> it's useless to me. I'll sell them for the higher price and, and get my money and, and move on because I'd rather play the non-foil version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> play around with it. Uh, I think that's that's a good uh, wrap-up and clearing from, I guess, well, what we missed. Another thing we missed was a ton of, like, Universes Beyond stuff. Usually through Secret Lair. Um, oh, yeah, but with Brothers War, uh, Transformers dropped. Transformers dropped, which were... Yes. I, yeah, I, I haven't experienced too much of the Transformers thing. Um, I picked up a couple of the um, Warhammer Commander decks. Oh, I, those were I, sick. Dude, I tried to find them. I could not find them in stores no, at all. They're, they're all over here in, in Dallas. What? I yeah, need you to pick me up the mono black one. I can't find the product at all. I would have to buy it online, <laughs> but apparently uh, online the price is skyrocketed. So like, really? okay, maybe not the mono black. Usually people are smart enough to pick up the most expensive one. But yeah, I, I used to play Warhammer uh, back in high school. Loved it. the The Warhammer lore in universe is like the most metal, the most brutal is. thing it you is. can read. I actually in, went into in a bookstore the other day and there was like literally a whole column of Warhammer. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it it it's great. Yeah. It's pretty great. I, I play more fantasy, but 40k is insane. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't it, it, well Warhammer fantasy used to be called Warhammer Fantasy. Well it used to be this Warhammer, then when they got 40K Fantasy, then Age of Sigmar, then they just said Screw this stuff. It's all no, it's all 40k now. Uh, okay, it's all 40k. Now all of those that you come, those are all tabletop though. Those are all minifig tabletop. Oh yeah, we had okay. the pool table set up yeah, with yeah. the terrain, and we were doing tactics and stuff. We were really cool high school. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I was like going to game shops, I was always so disappointed when they were a Warhammer store because you, they, uh, game shops are either Warhammer stores or Magic stores. There is no, like, I'm, we're both of them. No, no, no. They are a Warhammer store or they are a magic store. <laughs> and I always hated the Warhammer Especially, yeah, back to They that. used up all their space for Warhammer tables. <laughs> and, and for those of you who don't know, Warhammer doesn't take merely, a, like, an hour to play. <laughs> <laughs> they will be games that last, like, a week sometimes. Yeah, especially, right. They, they leave their stuff there and shit. Yeah, especially <laughs> if it's, like, you know, you're playing after work in a store, so you're just like, oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna play a couple rounds, and then we gotta balance before dinner or something. But, yeah, it's... <laughs> Does sound really cool. <laughs> yeah, we talk about rolling dice in D&D. <laughs> they roll. They roll some <laughs> mad dice. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. 
We will move on, Eric, to our next segment. Next segment. Party on. We'll see you there. Uh.